it's Clee, and this episode is Black Lives Matter. So today I've got with me Ray Ray and Savannah Clarice. What's up, guys? What's up? What up? It's nice to have you guys What's back. Popping. Yes, it's popping. So much has happened since we saw each other last and we recorded a really great episode. So we already know that racism still exists. We experience it in all different kind of ways. And now obviously it's taken ahead with the unfortunate death of George Floyd. And there's so much to say. Obviously living in England, we do see racism, but it's not at the height that is in the US. I just wondered what do we see and experience here and how can we just share our stories and what could we do differently to really rise ourselves up and build black community? So thinking of workplace and professionally, there's so many things people go through in the choir. So Ray Ray, what have you been through at work in terms of maybe like a experience that's made you feel like a Black Lives Matter? Um, what have you gone through before? Well, me personally, yeah, I haven't really experienced any racism at work, but I've seen others that's okay. experienced it. In terms of, for example. Where I work, they're very strict on uniform. Right. I'm, I'm a professional driver. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so it's like, I've seen people come into work not wearing the correct uniform, such as the trousers and the shoes that we're supposed to wear. Right. There's guys that's coming to work that's like, there's two types of guys that's coming to work. So you've got a black guy that's coming to work wearing the incorrect uniform and you've got a I won't say white, but more like Caucasian sort of thing. Right. And the person behind the desk has basically told a black guy off for not wearing the correct uniform, uh-huh. but didn't say nothing to the Caucasian guy sort of thing. Wow, on the same day? Mm, I don't think the same day, but I'm just talking about in general. Right. That's not cool. And you know, we see that a lot of the time. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, then someone will come back and say, oh, so-and-so got away with it, or they didn't get pulled up on it. But mm. why is it that it's the black person that gets pulled up on it? Why do they have to be punished? 100%. And I've experienced things like that in the workplace before as well. I worked with, um, well, I would say it's more so racism than I experienced. I had a manager when I was um, just starting out my career, mm-hmm. and she turned to me one day and said, I hate black ink. And she just stared at me, long stare. And I was young at the time, so I didn't really get it. Mm-hmm. I remember just thinking, I, I remember I responded, I went, I, love, I like writing in blue, I like blue ink. And she looked at me again and said, I hate black ink. And it just stared at me. And it all started clicking. It got very uncomfortable. And I just left the room. I just thought, this is awkward. And it was the first time. That's not like a racial subliminal message. Right, she wanted me to know, isn't it? Yeah, so she's indirecting. Not you personally, but using something else that is the same colour as your skin. Right. Tell me I don't like it. Yeah. Why is it that you hate black ink, then blue ink, when they both do the same thing? Very true. They do exactly the same thing. It doesn't make no difference. It's crazy. And why is there so much passion behind it as well that she got to yeah, tell yeah. you why twice? You so, yeah. Why she got to tell you twice? Uh, why she has to tell you so passionately and looking, and looking you in your eyes like, yeah. like she's being seductive? Yeah, it was so uncomfortable. When it's not that time, that sort of party sort of thing. And I think that when people are young, people do... People fuck with your head when you're young anyway. Yeah, easy, they yeah. do things because you're young. 
you know, and that's not always race in a racist way. Mm-hmm. But because she was fucking my head being young, mm-hmm. plus being racist on top, it just got very heavy. It got very, very heavy. And it was intense. And because she knows she's got more authority than you. Right. There's only so much you can see. And she knew that. She knew that. And I think she was trying to get a reaction out of me so that I would become maybe what they say a black woman is. Yeah. An issue, a problem, so they oh, could just yeah. remove you. Yeah. yeah she even accused me of um, stealing one time. One, she came up to me and said to me, um, someone's been stealing in here. And when I find out who they are, like, oh no, she went, someone's accused, someone's been stealing in here and I know who they are. And I'm going to find out. When I find out properly, I'm going to approach them. And she was staring at me intensely again. So basically she was approaching me saying, there's someone yeah. stealing in here, I know it's you. And these times I wouldn't have stolen a thing. I always shopped and I was so passionate about the job, the company. Wouldn't touch a thing in that place. <laughs> it was so offensive. But yet she didn't turn and look at any of my other colleagues who would rest them were Caucasian and Asian and mm-hmm. accuse them of anything. Or even question, could it be one of them? Mm-hmm. It was me. And I was, um, me and her were the only man was there. But because I was only black one there and I was the one that potentially was stealing. So uncomfortable. And there was no one I could run to to talk about it. Her line manager um, changed over and then her new manager was a black lady and I thought, oh yes, I'm going to be saved, you know what I mean? A black person will understand me and when she came on board and visited, I used to be, I was so excited to see her the first time, I really had to build a relationship with her. And then my manager just tried to turn her against me. I heard her one time on the phone saying to her that I had been giving the team really bad looks and the atmosphere was intense and we were having a really great day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard that on the phone. Yeah, that's crazy. And I thought, wow, I'm going to be stuck here. I'm going to be stuck. Yeah. It's very sad. Um, at the time, I was 22. I just turned 22 years old. And I remember being so stressed after a while that I had so many rashes on my skin. It was abnormal for me. Lots of spots. Hair was falling out. It was all just like I could realise. I didn't realise I was going through stress at the time. Mm-hmm. But realised that after the fact that, oh, I went through a lot. But only now I'm older, I'm able to reflect and go, wow, okay, that was heavy. Yeah. What about you, Savannah? What have you gone through at work? Well, there's one situation in particular that I can think of that relates to, like, you know, racism and how it was handled. So, uh, this was like, I can't remember what the year was, but I was basically in my late teens, and this was like my first proper job that I was at. And um, the riots. Um, had just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, what year was that? Right, it's like 2011? No, right, started. I went to Miami. On, I came back from Miami the day the riots started, and that was 2010. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, obviously, the riots happened. As we know, it was kicking off all over the country, it was all over the news, so on and so on. And so, where I worked was basically like a small little estate agent, it was a franchise. And um, there was a like a flower shop nearby on the same street actually so you know like the neighboring businesses they all know of each other and stuff so they'd pop in and talk to each other and so on and so forth and there was a lady she was like um that little flower shop i think it was like a little family business or whatever and she was like the mom but i never really liked her because i always felt like she was racist right and she never really said anything to me but it was the lack of and just the mannerisms in general that I just didn't like from her when I when I you know came across her. So um, all right, so the riots had started and um, or just finished rather. 
you know, people have returned back to work, their businesses or whatever. And she comes in like, this is like first thing in the morning, the shutters are not even up properly in our office. She comes into our estate agents and she's like talking to my manager because um, there was about like four of us that worked there. And she comes in and she's like, oh my God. Like, so imagine my manager's called Ray, for example. She's like, oh my God. Ray, um, have you seen everything what's been going on? And he, obviously he's like, yeah, yeah, gosh, like it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I've never seen so much blacks in all my life. They were everywhere. Blacks? Yeah. And I was sitting there and I was just thinking to myself, oh my God. And he looked very uncomfortable, but he didn't, he looked uncomfortable. Obviously he didn't know how to cre- correct it or what to say. Mm-hmm. And so instead he kind of just like, you know, when someone's talking, you're like, mm, 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 like, and you kind of like trying to get them to leave. But for me, that wasn't good enough. Cause I'm thinking you're my manager. This woman, she's being racist. And she was saying other things along those lines as well. She had zero regard that I was in the room. She just, wow. she just didn't give a fuck. Mm. You know, when someone's just saying whatever they want to say. Mm. And she was like, God, they were everywhere. And they were, you know, in their hoodies and doing all these things and blah, 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 blah. Wow. And I was just so uncomfortable. Mind you, I'm like 17, 18. So I'm, mm. I'm a baby in the workplace. Do you know what I mean? As I said, this is my first proper full-time job. And... I think, you know, you always know that racism is alive and well and kicking from when you're a young age, but just to see it so blatant and the absolute disregard of like, you know, it's not even like, say for instance, she was saying it to him and she maybe just thought it was him and her, just her and him there. Right. It would still be as bad, don't she get me like wrong, but she, she just didn't care. She was just saying whatever she wanted to say. And, you know, it was just all the blacks this and the blacks that and it's out of order and blah, 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 blah. And, all these things and I remember I was so upset because I was just thinking like how can somebody number one just act like that and just think that it's okay and she can see like I'm just sitting right here and number two I was angry with my boss as well because I just thought like at the end of the day this is your franchise like you work here this is your franchise and even if you know you were uncomfortable or whatever i'm mm. your fucking employee do you know what mm. i mean this woman she she's a nobody she's not even a tenant or anything she just works on this same street and for the fact that you knew morally what she was saying was wrong and you didn't speak up about it i just thought it was just disgusting it's like stand with her then mm-hmm. yeah because to me if you don't speak up you're against agree, something yeah, then it's like you agree with it yeah. do you know what i mean so, Needless to say, shortly after I had left that establishment, but that was my first real, you know, thing of um, racism. And also like, so basically there we had two, we had two um, bosses. So that was like the deputy boss manager, whatever that, that that incident happened with. And then on the same day, like the the real boss boss came in and he, cause basically they were like partners, right? For mm. the franchise. And um, you know, the real boss boss came in and, he was like talking to me and you know when someone is like they're kind of trying to they're t- basically trying to console you make the situation better but he ended up making the situation worse because it's like he started talking to me about the whole riots and everything and you know he was saying you know what happens really bad and whatever and we're talking and then he's like yeah because you know i'm sure like maybe you know someone that was involved in the riots and i was why looking in like why the fuck would i and i was just like no i don't know anyone that was involved in-. and he's like oh don't you and i was like no and i was just so irritated with the whole yeah. thing yeah because they thought oh because you're black and from because you're from a certain part of london uh which is I guess predominantly black people, maybe, you know, and, and, and 
at that point, like where I lived, it had really kind of kicked off there or mm. right close to there. Mm. I think that's what he kind of just ran with. And I just thought, you lot are just all fucking racist and you don't think you're racist, right. quote unquote. You want to convince yourself that they're not. But even just having a, or trying to have a frank conversation, mm. which you initiated, because after I heard the woman say what she said, I didn't have a thing to say. Mm. They were trying to like then talk to me and like, you know, make things right with me, but they made it worse. And that's when I just knew that even when people say, oh, you know, they're not racist or they don't class themselves as racist or they don't see colour. Yeah. That was a racist it, thing. It's yeah, just, do, do I look at it? When people say, listen, I'm not racist, why are you even justifying yourself? And when people say that I've got black friends, that's not, why are you that's even justifying yourself? Like, yeah. It doesn't make no sense. So you just see more racist just by saying those things. It doesn't make no sense. Because if you know you're not a racist, it should be self-explanatory. You shouldn't need to say nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What, because... You're saying that you're not a racist and you're saying you've got black friends. We're going to look at you as you're not a racist. Doesn't make no sense. You know what? I liked as well, Savannah, that you brought up the word blacks because I just feel like there's so many terms mm-hmm. that are used for us that mm-hmm. that we we then become comfortable with them being said about us as well. I would never be comfortable with that. Because, like, for instance, if I'm referring to a white person or white people, I'm never going to say, like, oh, do you know the whites? Who the hell says that? I think it's just very... It's weird. I wouldn't say that, personally. Um, So, and I think it's just more derogatory for Mm. me. Do you know what I mean? Oh, the blacks or, you know, even worse, you you have a lot of people that say coloured because that same boss, when I was talking to him, he used the word coloured. Which is so... You know, someone called me that when I worked at um, at M&S. The lady came in and said, it's so nice to see, oh, you're a nice coloured girl. It's so nice to see some coloured people on the management team here. And my colleague was so horrified. He was a white man and said to her, he's literally, he's shocked. He was shocked, right? And I'm standing there because it was my second time being called coloured since working in, you know, working in a predominantly white area. I just looked at her and he said, uh, Madam, we do not uh, think you, we do know that we don't use that term. We just, yeah. He said, well, I think he said the year and he said it's now 2000, whatever, we don't use that term. Mm-hmm. It's a very stuck in the past term. But it tells but so you. so many people use it. But then it tells you where their mindset is at. Mm-hmm. Someone called up before and I went to that same workplace where the racist woman was and said, oh, hello, I'm looking for that very lovely coloured girl that works there. She was so helpful, the coloured one. Yeah. What just... do we call you then? Do we call you colour less? Exactly. Right, it would be wrong. It would be rude. It? Like, Why it, do we like, have to have ladies? They're just saying, hi there, I'm looking for that black girl that works here. But you know what's so funny? I don't even like the term black either. No, you know no, why? I understand, but, but, because we're beautiful shades of brown. No, 100%. But what I'm trying to say is, I'd just rather, because me as a person, if I was in the same situation, I'd be like, oh, hi there. If I came to a black store mm-hmm. and there's a white guy that's working, I'm, I'm like, yeah, hi, I'm working for that that nice white guy that works here. Because that's, that's the only way you can describe. So, I, I so, that. so using using that term, you see, use, you have to know when to use that term. So using that term in that situation, I'm not saying it's right, but it's not as, it's not that bad. You understand what I'm trying to say? Mm. Agreed, agreed. Because I definitely feel like using the. Um, the coloured word is a no-no. I prefer if someone was to call me black. Like, as you said, like, you guys use the example of, like, you know, going into... So, for instance, in my office, I'm the only black person in my office. Mm. So, I would prefer, like, if somebody... If they were to 
you know, if they were to, like, I don't know, talk to my boss and ask my boss, like, oh, something. If they were, if they didn't know my name, I'd prefer them to say, oh, the black lady that works that's here. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what that, I mean. Thank you. As opposed to saying, oh, do you know you have the coloured girl that works here? To me, because then I feel like I'm in the help or 90 days, whatever the fuck, 12 years a slave. It's just too much. I think that it's okay hmm? to use black better than coloured. That's what however, I'm Yeah, but however, however yeah. I don't think we need to have, why should we have to have, be put in a box or we have to be called something? Why mm-hmm. is it even okay? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, why do we? 100%. Why do we even accept being called black when actually 100%. I'm just African or mm-hmm. I'm, my skin is brown? We're not going around saying the white, the white, the coloured less. Like, why is that even okay? I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed that we are. I'm annoyed that we have to have this label and be okay with it to the point where it's just so normal. Yeah. People go blacks. Blacks feel this way. But, but answer this though. But in that situation, what should that per- what what should a person? What should they? What should they have said in order for them, or in order for your employees to know who they were talking about? Before racism, do you think they would have said black anything? No, I totally understand. Yeah, no, I totally no. Like, I hear what you're saying. Just a human being. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I, I totally understand. I totally agree with what you're saying. But I'm just saying in that scenario there, it's best to use the term black than anything else because you're not like if they said, oh, I'm looking for the slim girl or the big girl or the girl with," then it's just more, brown skin. The brown skin, but the same brown skin or black. You know, what? I, I don't think we should be given anything because I think it's all racist. That's my point. My point is, yeah, no, 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 I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, I hear that, but I'm just, I'm just saying in that scenario there, mm. it's a bit of a tricky one. I wonder what they would have done. I think it is tricky. It definitely is tricky. It's a bit tricky because, like, like in order, if you're the only black person that works there, mm-hmm. if they try to describe you in any way that person will probably automatically assume that they're talking about a white person that works there. That's yeah. true. That's true. So are you guys comfortable with the term being called... No, I'm not comfortable black. with it. No, just I'm like com- someone no. just saying... No, no, no. I'm not comfortable black. with it. No, I'm not comfortable. Do you understand what... I don't think... I don't know if you guys are understanding what I'm saying. No, I... Listen, like, I, listen, I hear what you're saying. Oh, you understand? I understand what I'm you're saying. I'm not sure like, if you understand. We should even so. be labelled. I know what you're saying. We're, we're just given labels that we just have yeah, to yeah, just... Yeah, like, yeah, nigger. Yeah. We're just given a label and we have to just get on with it. Black. But you see what you're saying? All these labels, monkey. But listen, I don't understand what you're saying with the label. I don't agree with it, but I'm saying in a scenario like that... Mm. You're happy with calling being called that label? That no, it's not that I'm happy with it, but I, I can understand if someone was to say, yeah, I'm looking for that black guy that... You see what I'm saying? Because if, if I go to a Jewish store, mm-hmm. there's an Asian guy that served me, mm-hmm. and I didn't know who he was, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, I'm looking for the Asian guy. I'm going to say the same thing, because that's the only way I can describe him. Because if I try and describe him in any other way... It could be 10 different It's going to be people. insulting. Or oh, it could be just ten different other people. Yeah, ten different other people. But you've described him by the country he's from. Yeah, but that's different though because he's from that country. He's Asian, so it's like I'm not. It's, 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 it's nothing racist. But or, Asian is far spread. So, do you understand? I know, I know, I know. Asian is far spread, so it could be Chinese or Indian. Or in between. So why couldn't I? Prefer, I personally, if there if there's gonna be a label, I would personally be, be preferred to be called African than. Do you know what I'm saying? And I, heard, I, I would heard prefer that than them saying yeah, yeah. black. Listen, because you, I know it comes from a racist I know, but, place. Yeah, I know, but you got to understand, yeah? That actually sounds even worse. Why? Because they make us think poor things about Africa. That's no, why. No, I hear what you're saying, but I'm just saying, the way the, see society, the way people think, yeah, hi, I'm looking for the African guy that... It just seems... Yeah, because instantly, if but you're not African, what? you're just going to be thinking, but, but yeah, even so, though but, we all come from Africa, yeah, 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 yeah. we all do come from Africa, yeah. but instantly, if you're not African, directly yeah, African, yeah. you're going to be thinking, it's oh, gonna be more I'm Caribbean, or yeah. well, I'm Dominican, but that's or, how, do you know what I mean? But that's how they separated us to the point where, I know, I know. I, I, where we don't even want to be 
related to anything else that I is from that. our origins. Do you understand what they've done to us? I know. And I spoke to someone about this the other day. I said, being at school, terms like African bubble was normal for a Caribbean to person say to, to, say to an African. African person, even though we came from through. the same place. Right. But why did we even think that was normal or okay to do? And now we want to so much be in touch with, or we learned enough, sorry, mm-hmm. that we want to be in touch with being even African. We want to know what part of Africa we originated from. Mm-hmm. Like, because the way we're mentally thought, I'm so glad you said that, that it's being called African sounds a bit worse because of the way how they've, way how yeah. we've got Stockholm syndrome, man. Yeah, I call yeah, it yeah. Stockholm syndrome even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like certain things about what they've made us feel and think mm-hmm. about ourselves we believe it we don't even think twice like now I would not I would not be offended now being called African but if I was yeah. back at secondary school I would have been offended and it's yeah, so go. bad mm-hmm. I've got to be honest I would have been like I know. I'm not, I don't want anything to do with it because yeah, the way they make it look that's why I say the whole scenario is totally different because you see when this happened it was at the time where a lot of black people didn't even know the history or where yes. you came from. Yeah. That's why I say I wouldn't be referred. It's a lack of education. It, yeah, it's better that someone says black person. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then Africa could like if you're someone from the Caribbean and you don't know you don't know your past or you don't know your history like that, you will be more offended than if someone says black. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I said, hence why in school people would call you Africa bubble. When these times everyone Came from Africa, so right. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's crazy. It, 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 it's a tough one, though. It is a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. You know, we've been called black for so long that yes, even when you apply for a job, you tick a box that says black British. Something, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, why, why can't I just be British? Why have to be black British? But have you seen the boxes when it's white? No. It's just it's, it's very white. minimal. It's like white, white, white Irish. Irish. Yeah. 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 It's that's minimal. It. That's it. But it's almost a way to... It's the opposite of what they're doing. They're yeah. saying we don't want to judge, but it's just like, that's what you are doing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. It's been on occasion where I took white. It's and true, I think, oh, that's what this goes. Yeah, I've done that before. Because I'm thinking, I don't like, know if you goddamn like, business. You see, usually when... Just put my usually, application It's usually when they've got a colour... Right. ...next to it, and they got another or other. name. Or other. Or something. So, for example, like you got white Irish. Yeah. White Scottish or white whatever. Remember those people, like, for example, like gypsies, they, been, they don't get cheating fairly either no the Irish were out but it's like the, the, the people that are privileged see a lot of the people that are privileged yeah they just got their colour and that's it no other thing next to the name right it just separates everyone yeah and even on paper when you fast forward to a whole different decade there's still separation and things like that mm-hmm. it's annoying um, I want to ask you guys as well when it comes to just travelling and being out how do you feel as a Brat person or a brown person in society, do you feel different? What do you feel the change has been? Because I remember personally growing up in Tottenham, really feeling like a diverse place. At, you know, as a young child, mm-hmm. it was majority black people. And then I remember growing up and going, "Wow!" I remember going to work when I was much older and going, "I feel like I feel like that thing that they say we are a minority. Mm. I feel like there's only a few of me, and I can see it all around me now. The more I get in a train, the less people that look like me. Mm-hmm. How have you guys felt in society then, like in public in your own hometown? Well, I feel like in terms of like growing up and stuff, I didn't feel like the token black person because obviously where we grew up there's a lot of black people right it's predominantly black area um but i think once i started working into working world because i like i started off as i said in a a local estate agent and then after that 
everything else was like corporate. So either central London and city, that sort of thing. And then that's when I felt like the token. And you kind of, it feels like at times you have to like re-evaluate everything. Like we were having a conversation earlier, like if you want to get braids, you're probably thinking, there's nothing really wrong with braids, but you're thinking, mm, probably shouldn't do that because it might look a bit, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's very bad to, it's something that's like, just a hairstyle, you have to question it. Because remember like for our kind of hair, it's fine to do extensions and things like that, but it's like when you, because if you worked in Topshop, for example, and you were to get braids, you're not thinking for a second, oh, should I go work with my braids? But if you have then have a corporate job, then you're thinking, mm, I don't know if this is going to look professional, quote unquote. And don't get me wrong, no one's ever going to say your hair doesn't look professional, but they might say, oh, you changed your hair. Or, and I hate that shit because I don't think you should be commenting on people's appearance at work. And I've never understood why people think that they should get involved in people's personal lives and start commenting on appearance. I think it's unacceptable. But I definitely have felt like that token black person in most of the places I've worked in because literally in every place I have worked in and there've been some real, 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 real good companies, international companies, I've literally been like maybe one of two black people and the organization could, there could be hundreds in the organization. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And there's maybe like me and one other or me and two others. And that's like literally spread it out in different departments. So at times, you know, when you think of equality, of course, no, this in corporate world, and you know, especially if you're working with like a Fortune 500 company or, you know, any company that's well established, mm. there is not any diversity or not, I can't say not any, it's very minimal. It's maybe 1%, 0.1% diversity. You mean the quota? Yeah, like they they literally just got a couple of black faces in there to just tick their little boxes. Yeah, everyone's just systematically, systematically mm-hmm. brainwashed. Mm-hmm. And like even when it's 100%. time to travel, I feel like with traveling, I always Google like what the place is like, if it's racist or, and I feel like that's so bad. Do you think, I personally haven't spoken to any white people about this or asked any white people about this, but I am pretty sure white people are not Googling when they're looking for their holiday destinations to find out what the type of people are like there, if they're racist or not. They go to more black countries than black people do. Exactly, and they fucking love it. I remember I worked somewhere and I was talking about holidays mm-hmm. and uh, every black country that I've been to and then desired to go to, mm-hmm. this person that was white who loved to travel had been there, but mm-hmm. she never said until I brought it up. But she was always you know, known for going on holidays and until I would bring something up, she would let me talk all about fantasizing and want to go about how good it was. And all of a sudden, she's actually been there. But she didn't want to talk about it. I don't understand why so many white people go to all these destinations that are black country or countries of black origin Mm. and it's like this little gem of a secret but yet they know all about it most of the times they can tell you more about the countries you want to go to that are from black origin than you but then literally they've been all they've been there two three times but do you feel like maybe she didn't want to bring it up to you because remember as well what you have is you have some people that because you're black if they know anything about black culture, black history, whatever, when they see that's all they want to talk about, did it ever dawn on you that maybe the reason why she didn't bring it up about her experiences in black countries because maybe she might, you know, you could possibly think that it could be offensive, like, why is this woman only talking to me about black things? No, there's a lot of white people that I've met that have gone to a lot of black countries or countries of black origin and they don't talk about it because actually 
they don't want anyone to really know they've been, but they know that it's a really? lovely, it's a lovely, precious jewel. What? They're happy just to keep it to themselves. Mm. But they've been, they could tell, but if you want to engage in a conversation, they can tell you everywhere to go to get a good meal, somewhere to go and have good fun. They know what about it. And when you spoke about, yeah, I brought up the hairdo thing because I wanted to get braids and I had to think twice about it. I remember once I worked somewhere and um, my LinkedIn photo was me with braids in, right? I had a nice shirt, it was a nice picture. Mm-hmm. And my current manager at the time brought up the fact that I look different, quote unquote, in that picture. I don't know, your hair just looks different. It doesn't look like you. Oh, fuck off. And that was totally a way of saying bas- mm-hmm. basically that I looked too black in that photo, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I've got the same face. Exactly. And he went, I know, but it doesn't really look like you. And I said, he said, maybe it's the hairstyle. And I said, what's wrong with the hairstyle? I don't know. I, I think you just look better with a short haircut. And I said, oh, do I? So it's the same face. I said, you got me now, are you? But that just tells you, mm-hmm. if I had gone into work with that hairdo, they would have basically found it unacceptable for me to have something that's great for the way how my my hair type is. It would have been a problem. Mm-hmm. And another workplace I worked in that was predominantly white. I had braids because it was a an athleisure company. We're all working out, we're sweating, everybody's being themselves, right? And the director of the country, the head of the country said to me, Every time he saw me, he would comment on the fact that I had braids. Really? Couldn't shake it. I think I told you. He'd go, oh, oh yeah, your hair's different. So, is that is that is that real hair you've added to it? I said, no, it's synthetic. Oh, does it take a long time? Kinda. Uh, what does it do? They just attach it to the hair? What? Yeah. And this is like late noughties, come on. Mm-hmm. And then every time he'd see me, he would comment on it. Almost like he basically was saying, I do not like that. Mm. To the point where I felt uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable. Every time I see you, you're the head of the country, you mention my hairdo. Made me uncomfortable. It's all good. So he's like, he's trying to to make you feel comfortable, but in the wrong way. But yeah, but what I'm trying to say is that they think, he thinks he's being comforting, but he's not, he's actually making... He's actually making you more uncomfortable. But I think it's how he's saying it. He doesn't like it. He was you talking like, like he it. didn't like it. Oh, 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 he said, oh, he's talking like he doesn't like it. Nah. Like, what have you done, type thing? Yeah. It's almost like you're in a relationship and someone starts yeah. changing stuff. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't get together this way. Hmm. So basically, he's trying to discredit you, but he's he doing it in a in a smart way. And it's always men, which I find so odd. Yeah, it's Why the men. Because I've had this, funny enough, at this exact same job that I'm at, I've had this issue with somebody and luckily he's not working there anymore. But I remember like, I can't remember what hairstyle I had and then I changed it and I had like, um, I think it was like a different colour. Like, you know, you kind of do like, uh, maybe like a honey blonde highlights or whatever. But right. this was like a good couple of years ago when that kind of look was in, right? Don't worry, we're not judging. And then he was like, and then I changed the hairstyle. I think I got like, um, you know, a fringe, like bangs. And it was long. And it was cute. And so he was just like, oh, I really like your hair. Your hair looks so nice. And I was like, oh, thank you. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, I, I really, really like it. And I was like, thanks. And then throughout that day, he said it to me like a good three to four times. And then he was like, yeah, much better than the last one. Uh-oh. And I was just like... I just looked at him and then like one of someone's like quite senior was sitting next to him and his eyes just went big like fuck like you've gone too far yes and then I said to him 
again, I'm gonna use Ray's name, I'm gonna say, like, I was just like, thank you for your input. No, I didn't say thank you for your input, I said, thank you for your, what did I say? Thank you for your approval, Ray. Yeah. And I just looked at him, like, dead <laughs> in the eyes, and imagine it's like, only the three of us in the room, and he was like, instantly tried to backtrack, oh, no, 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 I, I didn't mean any, and then, like, the other senior guy then chimed in, he was just like, uh, just ignoring this guy, he doesn't know what he's saying, he's just always talking shit type thing. And I just thought like, you've just gone too far, like, you're not supposed to comment on people's appearance in the flipping workplace. It's different if you have something wrong with your appearance that is, you know, professionally stopping you from doing your work, and then maybe if you, you know, HR want to pull it up to you, that's different. But, mm -hmm. you know, by basically costing someone every time you see them, telling them you like their hair much better than the last hairstyle that they had, it's like, where the fuck do you get off? I'm not your wife and I'm not your girlfriend. Leave me alone. Do you know what I mean? And I thought that was so unacceptable. But again, it's like people take the piss where they can. And I think people, going back to what you say, when you're young in a workplace, people definitely do take the piss. Because if I was like, a, I don't know, like a 45 year old woman, I can guarantee he would not be saying that. Because I was like, you know, my really early 20s. Yeah, I was probably like 20. There you go, he's discriminating you again. I didn't be impacting on anything as well. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. They know, they know they can get away with it. There's only so much you can say, mm -hmm. sort of thing. Because you know, when you're young, you're inexperienced, aren't you? Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah, inexperienced yeah, yeah. in terms of like saying, this is definitely a yeah, HR yeah, yeah, problem, yeah. and I'm gonna go to yeah. HR, and I know what, what is you know politically correct in the workplace, and what isn't politically correct. They, mm. They're not stupid. Because the thing yeah. is, they, had kid, they all had kids like my age, because they were grown men. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So he definitely knew yeah. better. So right. He knows that obviously because they most of them might be well established and they know that you need a job. You get me? Because you're trying to build yourself sort of thing, isn't mm -hmm. it? So that's why they know they can do they'll push certain buttons because they want you to react in a certain way. So it can give that company or your employer an excuse to get rid of you. See what I'm saying? Especially if it's somebody that's looked upon as if they look if they if they look at that person as someone high mm. in the business. And that person's got issue with you. Then you're gone. You're gone. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. like he, they look at it, you're a liability. He's an asset. You're just a number. You get replaced. Mm -hmm. it's That's crazy. so sad. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. You have to hold on for our job. And yeah, we're just numbers. And just bite your tongue with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're just numbers. Yeah, yeah, we're numbers. And the minute you become the angry black woman or the or the violent aggressive black man, there you they go. push you to be. There you go. You could be out of a whole job. Like that. Sad. So Ray, you're not experienced nothing like that than in the workplace in terms of just like any kind of racism. Mm. It's a positive thing. Mm, definitely a positive no, thing. No, no, no. I haven't really. I haven't. I haven't experienced any racism. What well, I want to ask you guys then. What do you think is a solution? So we've seen these horrible things happen. Some of mm -hmm. us have experienced or seen things that are of inequality. What do you think that we need to do to rise ourselves up within our generation? What do um, you think is a solution? Because some people are going protesting, some are not, and saying there's more to do or it's not enough. Like, like, what do you think? It's all about research and it's all about knowledge. Knowledge is power. Correct. Education, yeah. Yeah. Like, hence, hence, like you said, for example, like, like let's say, for example, like, I use like people from Jamaica as an example. Right. A lot of them don't know that they're they're originally from Ghana because, like, when I say again, um, Jamaicans are the descendants of Ghanaians, but a lot of people don't know this. 
You see what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. once you know your knowledge and whatnot, no matter what, like, you, a lot of us don't know where we're coming from, but we know where we're going. And the two don't, you know, can't really get ahead, yeah, you? you need to know where you you need to know where you're coming from to know where you're going. Mm. Correct. A lot of us just want a good life, a good job. You want to be financially stable, and you think that's it? No, that's not it. It's not it because what happens is a black person from an urban area will get a good job, be well educated, move out the area, go to like say like a white area, so that should I say, mm. and realize that you still don't fit in. You don't feel right, innit? you don't feel right, even when you try act like them and behave like them you're still a black person in their eyes that's how they look at it mm-hmm. so they might be cool with you hence why a lot of them say see the ones that say that they're not racist they'll be like yeah I've got black friends though now you've got black friends that probably were raised and brought up in a white area sort of thing but it's like it doesn't really mean nothing can it because it's like even though you might have black friends that are like that you still they're still going to look at that black people as a whole mm, like as being the same it's true being barbaric or when they say to you I, you're different yeah yeah when they say you're different it's like that's supposed to be a compliment but that's that's an insult basically you're different but the rest of you are the same mm-hmm. yeah it's racist, yeah, it's that's, racist. that's terrible yeah what about you Savannah what do you feel like is um what do you think is the solution to be honest I don't really in terms of the solution I think it's extremely difficult because I don't think it's just one thing that you can pinpoint. I think Gray made a very good um, point where he said that you kind of got to know your past yeah, to no, have some I sort of that. indication of where you're going. I, I definitely and strongly believe in that. But I think more than anything right now, I think as a people, black people, you know, need to stop the segregation within ourselves because let's face it there's loads of segregation there's segregation about countries if you're from ghana you're from nigeria you're from jamaica Mm. there's segregation about skin tones that's the um you know the colorism uh side of things you know if the lighter you and don't get me wrong colorism obviously isn't just within the black community it's within every single race yeah, of people yeah. because yeah. of racism yeah because of racism it's within 100%, yeah. do you know what i mean so like you know the lighter you are the more kind of prettier the superiority the darker you are it's kind of like uh, you know associated what? with badness and i feel like sorry to cut you um, Remy, i feel like as well a lot of terms that are used amongst just the english vocabulary are horrible mm-hmm. things like blackmail blacklisted like everything to do with black right is just negative negative negative, yeah, negative 100% do you know what I mean 100% the ugly duckling when you're going up in school what colour is the ugly duckling yeah, yeah, it's the black one like do you know what I mean so naturally when you're growing up these things are just instilled in you from early that anything too black it ain't good and that's not right yeah you're right what would you guys say no, I was going to say like obviously like all the you see this like even though you've got different race or different countries that judge each other on their colour of their skin it all stems from black people prime example if you go to Egypt or if you look at the Asian community the lighter you are the more superior you think you are basically innit like mm-hmm. I, I even see it like I think it's um is it Sikhs the Sikh people right. a lot of them are lighter so they get they're more respected then when you look at the people that are like more like from Pakistan and Bengalis they have a darker shape. Mm-hmm. So they get looked down upon. 
and it all stems from us black being black that's how I look at it like so it's like we, we're still getting it we're still getting tarnished even if it's not directly at us you know what I'm saying it's, it's crazy mm-hmm. but it stems from us basically and I think sorry <laughs> go on I think the solution is education I definitely agree I think that people need to know that who are black need to know more about themselves mm-hmm. need to know more about their history so that they can yeah like Ray Ray said know where they're going I think the solution also is building that community piece because we don't know how to sit together because we've only been taught the opposite mm-hmm. we've only been taught how to absolutely want to fight to be like the number one token person in the workplace mm-hmm. to fight to be the part the one person that can be given you know a business grant so it's just mm-hmm. like how can we just stick together mm-hmm. if we could educate ourselves on how to do that we could be amazing because i looked at um a quote on socials where jay hoover who headed up i believe the fbi in america and they asked what's the biggest threat and he said negroes having you know being in unity with each other 100 mm-hmm. in the community 100%. And what do we always experience that we have broken up community mm-hmm. right never can just be close and tight even if it was just all north london that can't be done you know even from Mark Duggan, what was it done for a day? And, it was, and then everyone's back to war. A couple of days, yeah. 100%. 100%. I think that we need to get closer. And I think that that will come from support. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know how to support each other. But I feel like with the current circumstances and stuff, like, I think people are slowly kind of, you know, becoming more unified. Um, I think it's a lot easier for females to become unified than it is for males um but then even saying that and I, I know some males that like you know they might ha- they might be from i don't know north london but they've got friends in east london south london west london and th- th- that mentality of like oh if you're not from where i'm from that's just out of their heads like it's just re- i think at a certain age people just realize this is just bullshit like what am i actually doing whatever a postcode we don't own yeah do you know what i mean yeah. like exactly you don't even own a property here and and you're just like you know you know something that I've said as well which is so important about any anything to do with black anything that's got black in it mm-hmm. is very negative I've got something here I want to play yeah and exactly what Sav said um, it's um this is an interview with what's his name what's the boxer name again Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. asking the same question I just I, I'm going to play it quickly and when I watched this video the other day it, it, it like I just looked at life from a different perspective because I didn't look at it that way so mm-hmm. I'm so glad that she brought it up but listen to this quickly how come is everything white I said why is Jesus white with blonde and blue eyes why is the Lord supper all white men the angels are white Mary even the angels I said when we die do we go to heaven she said naturally we go to heaven I said what happened to all the black angels when they took the pictures Something's wrong. 
Interesting. But it's true. Interesting. It's true. I don't even look at it that way. So when you brought that up, it just came to my mind. Like, it's so true. It's like, anything to do with white, it's always something, it's always seen as a positive. Positive even and even, pure. Even when you're designing things or buying things, like fresh white trainers, big deal, right? Mm-hmm. But has everyone, anyone ever said, fresh black trainers? Why not fresh? Funeral, you wear all black. Dark daily. Or, right? unless, unless they're like, oh, I want it to just be a positive funeral, positive day, everybody wear white. white. Crazy. Do you know what it I mean? It is crazy. Black is like a, a symbolism of like it's just not good. Clouds. It's a dark cloud. It's either mourning or it's disappointment. It's like everything like to do with black or darkness, people are scared. For example, as soon as it hits nighttime, mm-hmm. you hardly see anyone out. When it's daytime bright, everybody's out. Why is that? Or well, people are not feeling down, just having a what's going for a dark time. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Going for a dark time. I heard somebody the other day. Someone was talking to one of their colleagues. And, um, you know, during this whole sort of corona thing and she was just checking in with her and she was like, you know, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. And the lady was just like, yeah, you know, I'm just feeling a bit black and I'm just feeling... And I couldn't believe what I, the fuck I was hearing. Black or suppression what, 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 and feeling what color down. Is she? I think the person uh, who was saying that was... Um, maybe she was... I think she might have been Turkish or something along those lines. Um, and the person who was speaking to her was black. And I was just like... and. I think the person speaking to her, she didn't think that she meant it in a racist way. And I don't necessarily think the lady did mean it in a racist but way. Why would but you because have to people say... are so conditioned yes, that anything know. to do with black is just a negative. Yeah, I just much. thought, what the rascal am I listening to right now? I couldn't believe it. It's mm. a norm. That's why I said we'll go, we've gone through Stockholm Syndrome. Like, mm-hmm. we're not even thinking about what that even means. We, means. We're, just, we're just saying, saying it. it. It's just like a norm now, yeah. Yeah, just a norm. And imagine if we continue to, to behave like this mm-hmm. and we don't wake up. Our children are going, going to be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's so unhealthy when you that's think That's why I say knowledge it. is power because if, we, if people start to research and go back and look at their ancestors and look, at, look back at the history, it's like the new generation that's coming up, if we can show them where they're coming from. Mm. It, obviously, each generation, they'll get passed down, they get passed down. That's the only way we can kind of like make things better because we can't do it now because everyone's systematically brainwashed. Mm. But if you can teach the younger generation from now, eventually generations to come, it will be different. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But now, for example, like when you're at school, think of it, they teach you things like Napoleon, Bonaparte, Christopher Columbus, all when the it, people. yeah, all the racist people. When they when they show you anything to do with black people, slavery. It's, it's slavery roots. Yeah, no, okay, and there's so much more to the story. And, and, I know, and they don't tell you a lot of inventions, a lot of great inventors are actually black. Yes, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. for for like the internet, traffic black man, traffic well, lights, the yeah. toilet, the simple household appliances was KFC. created by a black man. Apparently, the recipe was a black, black man. stolen or something. I think, isn't yeah. it? Stolen there you go. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And speaking of that, right? I think that after watching some documentaries on Black Wall Street and just seeing how smart the people became once slavery was abolished, quote unquote, because then they found a way to make money out of us another way, we were able to do it. So we can do it. And I think to start our generation building businesses, stop chasing to work for somebody else. Build your own thing, mm-hmm. create opportunities, open doors because mm-hmm. the handle is yours. Don't try to get a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. Have your own table and create yeah, seats. 
what so have you guys experienced any black businesses that you want to like give a shout out to or you would recommend we've got to share more of those experiences yeah, 100%, we I don't are, hear yeah, enough it's true we need to support each other because it's like it's like where all we got yeah really? and everyone like mm-hmm. it's like we support as black people we support a lot of businesses and a lot of brands who are racist that don't even want us to be wearing their line their clothing line or their products very true, true. you know what I'm saying but we will spend X amount of money a lot of money on their products knowing that they have no respect for our race or our culture but when it comes to an up and coming person I don't understand why we don't support that person mm-hmm. because it's like I think a lot of people are like that because it's like a lot of black people don't worry a lot of us are lost we don't really know what we want in life or where we're going so it's like when you see somebody of the same culture as you being black when you see that they've got something good going for them because you're still stuck and you feel like you're not elevated I think that people form some form of hatred it makes them nervous and jealous yeah yeah you're more jealous yeah but it's but you should you should be more uplifting you should be happy that someone that's in the same situation as you mm. is actually elevated mm-hmm. it's true but a lot of black people are scared of being left behind but that's the sad thing that, that racism has done to us 100%. we feel like only a few can make it because because they do okay the chess pieces are set up that only a few can make it mm-hmm. but in the fact that we don't be smart and go mm-hmm. no if I back you and I back these people we mm-hmm. back each other mm-hmm. actually you can make it we're going to only shop at your shop from now on mm-hmm. 100%. But yeah, instead, 100%, yeah, 100%. Yeah, we just look at it as a threat. As a threat, we shouldn't look at it that way. We shouldn't. Is there any black businesses you know of? Um, I can't think. I know, I know businesses, but I can't think of the names right now, to be fair. What about you, Savannah? Any black businesses that you know of? I definitely think Cinnamon um, Leaf on the High Street. It was good to see a green grocer come through because it's new. I mean, there's salons that I would give shout outs to that are great. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to you know shouting out companies it's like as i like to support black owned companies from before this whole um you know major kickoff happened um as of recent during this whole like covid time mm. um but one thing i've always noticed is that like sometimes you might try and support a black business but it's like you know whatever they're offering whether it's i don't know food clothes mm. extensions it might be great quality but if the service is not good or the service is very poor it will not make you want to return there and so like of recent i've come across um the shop that you mentioned cinnamon leaf um in north london in tottenham and i came across it first on facebook and i was so excited and happy because in all of my years of living i mean obviously there have been like you know black owned shops um grocery stores and whatever pop up but nothing that i can kind of recall or think of in tottenham and um i was just so excited because i was like oh my gosh like look at this shop because it was like someone posted a video of like the entire shop on the inside and i was like this is like literally in Tottenham and when I was growing up I don't remember seeing anything like this before Mm. and I was literally so excited over a shop something that just should be so basic and just so regular do you know what I mean and I remember like the day I actually went to the shop I was excited going to this shop Mm. and I was thinking to myself it's actually bad like I'm not 
a, a very very young person either so i was just like this is terrible that that the highlight of my day today is going to this shop i have not been here before mm. but because it's a black owned place and i haven't seen anything like this before and kind of this scale in the, uh, um, the neighborhood where i grew up mm. i was just so happy and then when i went in there they were just so friendly and it was they were very professional and very friendly and that's what i really really liked because i feel like you know that's definitely what 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 people what keeps people coming a lot of the time people might have businesses the businesses are like you know as i said they provide good stuff but some people unfortunately might have like a you know a homeboy mentality like we've we've all been to the local um you know caribbean shop or whatever to order your food and if it was like you're begging them something for free when really you're paying for it do you know what i mean Mm. and i feel like a lot of the time that's what can make it difficult for people that's trying to support people of their own because it's just that hold in a second we're, we're part of the same community we're from the same kind of background why are you behaving in this kind of way you know yeah they could do better i think that the, the service in cinnamon leaf was excellent i think that um and the products were good I think that in some of the food restaurants, I think that's because because we have more of those, right? We we're more known for doing everything ourselves in food. We're not mm. buying it from like, not being rude, from Asian man to sell to black because it's the biggest population for hair or whatever. We're doing our own thing, but yet they fall short on the customer service part. Where if that was picked up, wow, it would be such an experience. Mm-hmm. And however, we're still loyal though. We still will go and still support. We're still loyal. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I yeah. think I have to commend the black businesses because, see, black people, yeah, we're very, we're resilient. Yeah. Yeah, we're resilient. We've overcome so much. So for us to even be in the position that we're in now is a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Because we've been through, out of every race, we've been through the most. Yeah. But there's still, uh, there's still a lot of black businesses, even though there could be more, there's still a lot of black businesses. Um, not all of us do, but majority of us try and support each other as much as we can. And it's like, like I said again, what we've been through, I'm even surprised that we're still here. Like, I'm surprised that we're still, basically, still we're still going, yeah, that's it. That's You're right, still like, we're, super, we're super resilient. When you think about yeah it's crazy it's more than us here today it's our ancestors ancestors yeah we carry that in our dna you know 100 that's that struggle that fight we we carry it and us black people we're very welcoming and very forgiving because we don't know anything better we all just we've always just been yes we've always been inclusive yeah yeah so we've always been inclusive so when we get portrayed a certain way it doesn't really make sense because black people we do not target the people that oppressed us and suppressed us. We don't target them. You know what I'm saying? We don't. We we're not. We're, no one, we're not trying to seek revenge. We just want like equality. Equality. We just want to be treated fairly, treated the same. We don't want to be discriminated or stereotyped or. And I blame a lot of that through media. Because media are very good of conveying us to be a certain type of way that we're not. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day. What people gotta realize, whether you're black or white, we both need each other. We need each other. We do. In order for this world to continue, we both need each other. Hundred percent. Mm. Like we both need each other. 
So Swizz from um, Swiss, sorry, from So Solid Crew, he's obviously announced doing Black Pound Day, mm-hmm. which is basically an awareness day to support black businesses, which I think is a really good idea because like we said, education is everything. Mm-hmm. So in order for people to support and want to know how can I move forward, it's knowing first, all right, it's about supporting each other. Where are the businesses? Where they're at? Let me support it. I feel that's a really great thing. That's so good. I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be consciously, personally, because I, I can't rely upon the white person to, or that's or the racist, mm-hmm. to to do things that I want to do. Actually, I'm going to be personally accountable for what can I do to want to push things forward. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy more from black people. I'm going to seek every opportunity to buy, buy from a black person or a black business. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and run my own businesses to try and then add to that pool. Why not? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna actually support black people. There's nothing that I'm not gonna not support. It's not gonna take from me. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna take nothing from me. I'm not trying to be the only token. Anything. I'm not. I. We are all tokens. Mm-hmm. So I want to just spread anything a black person's doing. I'm just gonna be shouting them out. Like let's spread the word. Let's get behind it together. Yeah. If we mm-hmm. could just build a community among even this millennials, right? Imagine what we could show the next generation. 100%. We could break this nonsense. For me personally. The way I look at things is all lives matter. It's not just black lives matter. Because it's like, not every white person, yeah, not, not every white person is negative. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. Not every white person is negative, and it's like, you got, no matter what community you're in, you've got negative people and you've got positive people. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, people need to kind of stop dwelling on the past mm-hmm. and look at the future. You know what I'm saying? Because if you keep dwelling in the past, you're going to be, what's it, stagnant? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, you're not going to be able to move forward. Because a lot of the people that were, like, the way, the way I look at it, our generation, even though we experienced racism, we didn't experience it the way our ancestors did. Right. So we do have more of an opportunity to change things. So if we don't make the change, things are just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse for the generations to come. Right, so we've got to stick together, support, be the change. Be the change, yeah. All right, guys, let's do this. So thank you so much for listening. This was myself, Clee, Ray Ray and Savannah Clarice. Let's make this change happen.